Welcome to Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. This is a weekly public affairs program designed to keep you informed about important issues affecting Monmouth and Ocean Counties. Now here's Vin Ebenu with this week's Jersey Shore Journal. And a good evening to you. I hope that you've all had a great weekend and I thank you for joining me to discuss the Jersey Shore here tonight, February 26, 2023. My guest on the show tonight, Monmouth County Clerk Christine Hanlon. Then Dan Alexander has a look at the Jersey Shore calendar this week. There's so much more that goes on at the Monmouth County Clerk's Office than you may have even realized well outside of even just election coverage. So many programs, so many services, and for free as well. Monmouth County Clerk Christine Hanlon joined me and Dave Crossan recently on Short Time with Vin and Dave to discuss all the different programs that are offered through the Monmouth County Clerk's Office. We want to give the people some insight into all the different services and programs that you got so that uh, people in Monmouth County can... Learn more about them, but also take advantage of their opportunities. So welcome back on in, Claire Hanlon. Thank you so much. It's great to be here with you both today. Uh, So happy to talk about the things that the county clerk's office in Monmouth County um, provides for the residents. Um, And actually, the Monmouth County clerk is slightly different from some of the other clerk's functions in the state. Okay. uh, Because... Years ago, the county freeholders at the time, now commissioners, um, decided to put a few other uh, departments under the county clerk's jurisdiction. And it's a little different from some of the other county clerks in the state. There you go. Hey, different could be good. You know? Different could be. <laughs> different could be a, bring a lot of fun surprises along with yes, it, too. So it really does. Over, over the course of the year, I mean, what are some of the different ways or programs that people, uh, services that are available to uh, people of any age, uh, really, in Monmouth County? Yes. Well, the one thing I will say is a lot of people, you know, because we talked about elections last time I was here, a lot of people sort of think about elections and the county clerk, but they don't really know some of the other functions. Um, but one of the biggest things that the county clerk does in most of the counties, um, it's a little different in believe two of the counties in New Jersey Ah. is sort of the (laughs) keeper of the property records. Okay. Okay. Um, That sort of one of the really the biggest function um, that dates back probably before the Revolutionary War as a county clerk function um, to be the official recorder of all the property records within the county Mm. and to process those transactions because there needs to be somewhere where all of this information creates the official record so that people know who owns what and what happened with what relating to property. That's like, actually, people think elections is like the biggest part of the county clerk's office. In Monmouth, the recording of property records is the biggest thing. And it's a huge revenue generator. The state has set fees, you know, over the years for all of these different types of documents that, um, are filed with the county clerk's office. And that money goes into the state budget and the county budget, you know, to really run <laughs> run the government. Okay. Um, there we go. But some, we do some other things, though, that are different from uh, some of the other counties. And, and one of those things is overseeing the county archives. Mm, okay. Um, some counties, I don't think, have an archives. They may send their documents to the state 
archives. Okay. Uh, but many years ago in Monmouth, the freeholders at the time established a county archives to preserve and maintain really important government records that date back to the 1600s. Wow. wow. And that's a really hmm. fun part of the position, the historical part of the position. Sure. I think I'm the only county clerk that oversees an archive. Interesting. Um, and we have millions of records in the archives that date back, that are just fascinating and date back many Hundreds of years. Wow. wow. There you go. Okay. Um, so that's a really fun thing. People come in and they do uh, research. They write books, you know, based on things that we have. They do family geneolo- genealogical research. Wow. Um, and it's a really interesting part of the of the job. We have Civil War records, Revolutionary War records. Very cool. We have slavery records. We have all kinds of marriage and immigration records and things like that that date wow. back. Very well a, a detailed. Really, a really long way. <laughs> and it's, Monmouth County has some history to, ties to the Revolutionary War, too. That's true. Yes, that's oh, we're so important in Monmouth course, County right? relating to the Revolutionary War. And I'm not sure if you know this, but um, in 2026, it's kind of right around the corner, oh, yeah. we will be celebrating the 250th anniversary of the United States of America. Big birthday bash. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. And we are hoping it's going to be a big birthday bash. The federal government for several years has been planning their, you know, starting to plan the, the celebration. Mm. Does anyone remember the bicentennial? Uh, I was alive back then <laughs> for the no. bi I don't know about you. I don't think Ben uh, was. No, yet. no. Uh, I wasn't quite born yet. <laughs> but it was a really big deal. And I have great memories from the bicentennial Uh, celebrating our country's history. And um, I'm really excited about that coming up. And in Monmouth, I was sort of appointed to oversee the county planning of that celebration um, because of my connection with the archives and some of the historical groups in the county. So we're just starting to think about what that is going to look like. Okay, that was going to be my follow-up. Is is there any... possibilities, any thoughts kind of floating around as to what uh, Monmouth County may be leaning towards doing to celebrate this semi-quincentennial? Well, Anything think of you a way to surprise Just yet. between us and um, the room yeah. here. Right now, we're, we're just, <laughs> just beginning the planning. Um, I can't say for sure because we, we're just beginning the planning right now. Okay. Um, but, it, you know, it's a big undertaking because... Um, you have to connect with all the historical organizations. Mm. I'm not sure if you know this, but we had the Battle of Monmouth in Monmouth County. That's we have right. a beautiful mm-hmm. state park, uh, Monmouth Battlefield. We have a lot of uh, historic sites in Monmouth and history relating to the Revolutionary War. So we're trying to put the pieces together and connect all of these different things and think about um, celebrations for that year, but also things that will have a permanency to them that go beyond that year. Sure. So we're, we're really just kind of getting it all nice. together right now. How much of a challenge is it, because uh, uh, you mentioned before back to the 1600s, just getting archives information kind of from the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, and just trying to go back as far as you can to uh, gather what hasn't been gathered already to be able to put it within the clerk's office. So um, yeah, that's some challenge. It is a challenge, <laughs> and and actually, um, 
one of the things I've been focusing on since becoming clerk is trying to gather historical information mm. from more recent historical events. So the items we have from the 1600s, the 1700s, I think we have probably a lot of what we would be able to collect. You know, they're already okay. in the archives. And maybe through this process of the semi quincentennial <laughs> celebration. Yeah, I had to say like a few times before it's I was able to get that. The 250th anniversary. Um, we will maybe be able to identify some other things. Okay. Um, from really past history. Um, and our job now that we do relating to those historical documents, it, a lot of them have already been digitized indexed so that you could find mm. them preserved right. away from the public. Um, but one of my missions that I've undertaken of recent date is to collect information on historical events that people aren't really focused on collecting yet mm. because okay. Okay. they're historical events, but they happen during our lifetime. And a lot of people are focused, not focused on preserving those. One of the reasons is because we're in a very digital world right, right now. Yeah, yeah. People aren't creating documents that end up in a pile somewhere that, that you could grab okay. a box and then, you know, look through it and see what you need. Things are just born digital. Right. It's on people's phones, you know, photographs. Right. Where right. are these records? So over the past couple of years, we undertook a preservation effort relating to um, 9-11. Okay. okay. So the 20th anniversary of 9-11 happened recently, and working with the Monmouth County Historical Association, we undertook an effort to gather and preserve these records from wherever we could find them relating to the government participation. And my office created a documentary um, called Monmouth County 9-11 and its right. Aftermath. Yeah. Um, that utilize some of these records and interviews to preserve that history. Because sure. now you have to be in a different space preserving things because we don't have these pieces of paper lying around. Right. You have to do go back to doing like oral histories mm. because the information is not available on a piece of paper. Right. You right. have to collect, the, the, collect sure. the photographs and things like that from people's computers and phones. Um, we also undertook a project relating to Superstorm Sandy oh, because yeah. we had the 10-year anniversary. Right. So we also did a documentary and began collecting the information to preserve that for future generations. So now I have a Sandy, you know, started a Sandy archive within the archives. I have a 9-11 archive within the archives. And now with relating to COVID-19, we have hmm. created a COVID-19 archive. There it is. To hmm. collect that information before it's gone. Because okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. So while, while we're kind of still going through it, or especially while it's still fresh. Good yes, point. Right. Yes, because people aren't thinking about, oh, I need to save this for 50 years from right. now, yeah. people to <laughs> learn from. But I think about save that stuff now. all the time Sure, because I have the archives, mm. and people do come in and say, okay, what happened 50 years ago? What happened 100 right. years ago? Yeah, help tell the story. Absolutely. Yes. I, whether it's COVID, um, Superstorm Sandy, uh, 9-11, or 
uh, Revolutionary War, anything kind of in between. How, what are some ways that uh, residents in Monmouth County can get involved and help out um, the Monmouth County Clerk's Office and, and the archives and everything with uh, gathering things that are ongoing like COVID or things that have happened where they're like, oh, I, you know what, I actually have a, a journal or right. pictures or artifacts that uh, my grandparents gave me or my great-grandparents gave me and then are still my family and I'd like to share that or a copy of that. Yes, so uh, there's a few different things. One of the things relating to 9-11, you know, it depends on the historical event. Sure. So with respect to um, 9-11, my office is collecting more the government-related records. But we have worked with Monmouth University and Melissa Ziobro, professor at Monmouth, who is also collecting and preserving more of the public archive. Okay. Hmm. Um, and and government as well. Oh, sure. Um, but there's a permanent archive there. So a lot of people I refer, you know, if they have a story to tell, I will refer over to Monmouth University because it can be collected there. So there's certain things I would take in the county government archive and certain things I would refer to Monmouth University. So it really like depends on the thing, but it's okay. best to reach out to us sure. and let us know what it is. Um, we do take some special collections also. So nice. for interesting, for, um, one interesting collection that we have is a collection of photographs, basically, the the negatives of the photographs from the Red Bank Register newspaper Mm -hmm. that was in publication for 100 years and is now not in publication anymore. These these negatives were donated to us. We have about 250,000 of them. Oh, wow. That my staff is going through. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like a Monmouth County government record, but Mm. it relates to the historical record in Monmouth County. Sure. So we've been working on that collection for many, many years. We've had volunteers come in to assist with the preservation effort with that. Mm. So we are, again, looking for volunteers. You know, because of COVID, everything sort of shut down right. to the public. Mm. Our volunteer base kind of um, scattered in a sense that we don't have the same volunteers coming back now. Gotcha. Uh, but we are getting ready to open up two volunteers, interns, who might be interested in uh, learning a little bit? Heads up, everybody! Coming in to, <laughs> to help uh, with the preservation effort. And one of the things I like to tell people is that a lot of our records uh, are available to view on the internet. Okay. Certain ones, certain ones, you have to email us, and we can send you the record. But a lot of our records you can view on our open public record site. Mm. Okay. So if you go to MonmouthCountyClerk.com and click record search, there are certain records that you can see. And, or if you click on our archives division, it will sort of outline what we have and what's available to view or if you want to do some research of some kind. There you go. You know, one of the places where I love going on vacation is, um, you know, places like Gettysburg. Right. um, Yes. You know, Mount Vernon and stuff like that. You know, Virginia, it's... You see all this history all over the place, and I think to be able to, you're like, I love that. And then back home, in this case, in Monmouth County, 
There's a lot of history that goes back hundreds of years to the Revolutionary War and everything since where parks right to the clerk's office. And I think it's um, awesome that, uh, that you have such a big dedication to the archives that there's so much history to share in Monmouth County. Um, and I think a reason why we could go to all these places and see all these things is because people have taken out the time to share their part in a story, uh, government, personal, family. Um, and I think that's it's it's a great thing that you're doing um, at the clerk's office to be able to share the history of Monmouth County so that not just all of us can see it, but you know, generations to come can go back in the history of Monmouth right. County and see all these archives and learn more about the community they live in. Yes, it's it's a really big part of you know the enjoyment and and it's a very rewarding part of the position. And actually, each year for the past I think twenty seven years, um, <laughs> we've had even before my time an annual archives and history day that my office sponsors, and it brings together all the historical associations throughout the county, some from the state to exhibit. We usually have a speaker relating to history and we also create a an exhibit. We okay. pick a topic, mm-hmm. my archives team uh, and a few volunteer historians there you go. come okay. together to write. It's it's kind of like a book. It's a, it's a catalog. It's an amazing resource. Nice. And every year we pick a historical topic and we create this exhibit and a book that co- sort of outlines it's a booklet, but it outlines the history <laughs> okay. of the, the county. But it's <laughs> right. usually about 100 pages. Uh, there's a lot of material. And it's a really nice reference and a really interesting historical uh, record yeah. of certain topics. Last year, we did monuments in, in the county. We've done inventions. We've done you know all kinds of different topics that people can take the book and, and learn. Uh, so it's kind of a lasting... Um, informative piece that is a takeaway from our annual archives day. There you go. But there's so many other things in, in the clerk's office that we do. Clerk Hanlon, let's um, dive into uh, some more of the specifics here, excuse me, with some of the other services that you do, uh, including some of the front office works, the county ID cards, uh, veterans ID, Gold Star family member cards. Um, what are some of the things that people may not know about those uh, specific cards um, and then swearing in of, of notaries as well, which is important, uh, as Dave would, might know. Uh, <laughs> Very important. No, yeah, <laughs> got to have some good notaries notary? in the area. <laughs> but uh, it's it, that's definitely important when signing s- something. So oh, yeah. how yes. how does all this work? What do people need to know about uh, either applying for this or just sharing that information with family and friends? Yes. Yeah, so we you know, have some just general services that we provide that we're allowed by law to provide. Mm. And one of those things are identification cards, uh, county adult identification cards. Now, I will note that these are not real ID compliant, these cards. OK. Um, but sometimes people need like a second ID or senior citizens may need an ID card. They don't have a driver's right. license. They need, you know, for their. Uh, whatever benefits of the so we're empowered to do that and all of the requirements are on our website okay monmouthcountyclerk.com uh, for application for an ID card the county clerks are also empowered to issue uh, veterans and gold star family cards and this is really special to me and I'm so excited that we are able to do this yeah uh, to honor our veterans and gold star families 
Um, the requirements for those are also on our website. Um, you know, the basically sort of the official military record you you need to bring to us. Okay. Um, and then this card is something that the veterans or Gold Star families can carry around and um, use it when they need. Oftentimes, people, businesses, uh, offer a discount or a special service. And this is a way to show that you are entitled mm. to whatever that is. Sure. And one of the things I did when I became clerk was I launched this Honoring Our Heroes uh, Appreciation Program that goes along with the card. And we solicited businesses from all over the county to offer a special service or a discount to our veterans or Gold Star family. And nice. uh, anyone who participates, they get a window cling that has the name of the program that they can put in their window if they have nice. a window <laughs> so that the veteran or Gold Star go. family member knows when they walk into the establishment right. that the, the business um, or government entity, it could even be a government entity, honors the program and okay. honors the card. Uh, so that's been growing over the years. We have hundreds of businesses that participate and we give a book um, and it's on our website, but we anyone who comes in to get a veterans or a Gold Star family card, they also get a copy of this nice book outlining where they can obtain the special service or there discount. There you go. Right. So that's really special too. No, absolutely. Yes. Any anything you could uh, do to help our military veterans and you know show appreciation and provide all the great services to help them um, in their daily lives, I think is is just spectacular. And I give you and your office credit. Thank you, thank you. That's a really important part of what we do. Um, you mentioned notaries public. Dave? Um, no, this is yeah. no. And, is, this a, is this an issue for you, Dave? No, no, it's not. Um, but that's important. I also, well, I'll let you talk about that. And I want to talk about those state IDs because there's a lot of seniors that don't have a driver's license anymore, and they do need some sort of ID if they do need a notary or something right like that. That they need something from, uh, you know, that they can show, hey, this is me, uh, even though I don't have the driver's license. Yeah. Yes. So actually, we, we go on the road, too. Ah, there you um, go. I have found that there are often seniors who really can't leave their home ah, or right, wherever right. they yep. live. So when we have a special case like that, we will go out to the senior um, to do the service in oh, their wow. home. Okay. Okay. Um, it, you know, there has to be a need for it because I have to send yeah. staff members out to the home. But we have done that uh, once in a while. Before COVID, we used to go to certain um, senior homes or residences and do the service there. And we also, when I became clerk, launched this Mobile County Connection Initiative mm. where we went out with the sheriff's office and the county surrogate's office to different locations throughout the county to offer these services. Not just the ID cards, but also our passport services. Okay. The sheriff has his services that he would offer and the surrogate would talk. So we would go to some senior communities, we would go to town halls and bring our services around the county. That's great. So we're getting ready to launch that back up again uh -huh. because with COVID we, we had to mm -hmm stop that mm. uh, for the past two years, but we are getting ready to go back out <laughs> on the road and get our system okay. going again. So we'll we'll be traveling to different areas to do that. Um, 
and one of the big services that we provide when we go on the road is our as our passport services. Okay. We have two passport offices, one in Freehold and one in Neptune. Okay. Where we do passport, uh, we're like passport agents, mm. and we assist with the process, and then we bring it on the road. So that's a real big service <laughs> that is offered to the residents of Monmouth, and we really try to make those offices not like a government office where you know people get the attention that they need when they go and we want them to have a great experience when they're interacting with members of our office we get rave reviews from our passport services nice. that's great really, there you yeah, go people walk in they're like oh i didn't realize this doesn't feel like a government <laughs> agency take a number <laughs> no, yeah. no, to they get really nice uh, attention um, and I'm not sure if you know this, but um, there's the Real ID Act was passed several right. years oh, yeah. ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, New Jersey now has Real IDs. You'd have to go apply for it, and it's all it, the system is set up. Right. But if you have a passport, you don't need to get that Real ID because okay, a passport is a federal government issued document, mm. identification document. So a lot of people say, ah, I don't want to reapply for this license, the real ID license. I'm just going to get my passport because I need it anyway. And people use their passports when they need the um, real ID. Sure. So I think that's very important to talk about because the big push is now to get the real ID if you're going to fly anywhere yeah. you need it. Yes. So if I'm hearing you right, that sounds like that the passport would then be there you go. Okay, so for people that you know don't want to go that route or it's difficult for them to, this makes sense. All As long as you have your passport, you are good. Good. There you go. Yes. During COVID, my whole family, we updated our passport. Not that we're going anywhere, but <laughs> I, I, I just too. said I want right. to have all this done. Because yeah, that was the big know? push right before the pandemic to get these real IDs, and then that was put to the side because, for obvious reasons, mm. the challenge is to get to the, the DMV. Yes, and... Um, but the passport is a great option, and we, we have a lot of people. Um, we we have a really robust passport operation. That's <laughs> good. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> it's so, like a whole you get a theme song going there. Yeah, we're working like, on that. Yes, get the Let intense me know music going. The, the, show needs, the show needs a band, right? So that we can <laughs> yes, just kind of point yes. to them and say the boom. band is on the field. Idea. Exactly, that's a great idea. Uh, go go back to to the notary public. I, um, I just think that's something that not a lot of people know about what what a notary is and what they do. Just tell us the, the importance of of notary publics, and I'll have I'll turn the mics over to to you and Dave here. But just with with what they do and what your office does to to help swear in uh, people looking to be notaries. Yes. So um, you know the notaries are, can uh, you know it's a legal proceeding basically mm. where they can they affirm that you are who you are or the signature is you know that's you right. um, and on real estate records all kinds of different records you need an, a notarized signature and it's basically these people have applied to the state um, they've. Now you got to take a course. They've taken the course. They've certified that this is sure. you are who you say you are. I've looked at your ID, and this is you. So this dates back a really long time, and it's yeah. you know part of the legal process. You know <laughs> many documents that you you that 
are filed. You have right. to, your signature has to be notarized. Um, in New Jersey, you apply to the state, but then in each county, the county clerk has to swear. Oh, you in. okay. So that's a big part of our operation, our front office. We have notaries coming in all the time with their papers, <laughs> get sworn in, and uh, it's just a constant because you know we're a big county, Monmouth right. County, yeah, um, over six hundred thousand residents, and uh, so that's a busy part of the process. Um, there are a lot of new rules, there's okay. new laws for notaries. Um, so please contact my office, and uh, we have a book, and we have um, on our website, MonmouthCountyClerk.com, a lot of information. We also have been providing a course for notaries. Uh, we had our second one a couple of weeks ago uh, so that notaries can come in and, and learn more uh, about their responsibilities. So we've been happy to provide sure. provide that course. And that's it's big for financial documents oh, as absolutely. well, Dave, right? Having a notary? You have to have a notar- notarized signature. Yes. I know during the pandemic they were doing those virtual um, yes, yes. notaries. Yes, yes. Remote, remote notaries. Remote. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's kind of becoming Is that the new thing that you're starting yeah, to see? Yes, okay. Yes. yes. And yeah, definitely important, yeah, you know, for all the for all the reasons you listed, just to have a notary or know a notary. Right. I happen to know somebody who is no, a notary. So well, to, <laughs> to, to your point, like if somebody's getting a mortgage, <laughs> yeah. a financial document, the need is there. Yes. And right? and my office offers notary services. Okay. So for there free. So if you need to get something, as long as it's not a record that's being filed in my office, we can't notarize that. Okay. Mm. But that's people come in to utilize our notary services all the time because, you know, number one, it's sure. free. Right, there you go. <laughs> and number two, it's convenient. <laughs> sure. We're, you know, we're open all day, Always helps. All day long. Uh, so <laughs> as long as it's not like a property record or something that's getting filed in our office, we can provide that service. One of the other uh, topics I want to hit on before... Um, before we close up uh, here with our discussion this morning, uh, Clerk Hanlon, is the, the property fraud alert service that uh, the Monmouth County Clerk's Office uh, has, uh, one of your initiatives. Uh, what is it that people in Monmouth County uh, need to know about that, and how can they uh, learn more? So um, we started this initiative a couple of years ago. I know there are other county clerks that do this as well. Mm. And it's a free service that... Um, property owners can sign up for so that they will get a notification anytime something is filed in the county clerk's office within the county Okay. Um, with their name on it. Interesting. That's really and, good. And, um, you know, because people do worry about that from time to time. We've had people trying to find file records that are not legitimate. Oh, and we we catch them um, because there's a whole process that my staff goes through to analyze each record and is it compliant with the law. So we, we catch a lot of the documents that may not be legitimate. But this is offering residents a peace of mind that if something gets filed, it gets through that process and their name is on it, that they will get either... Uh, a call or an email Good. saying something okay. was filed. Okay. Call the county clerk's office to find out what it was. And um, the tricky part of it is that it's by name. Mm. So, okay. 
you know, if there's more than one Christine Hanlon in Monmouth County, mm. I might get a notification for oh, someone else. Wow. Gotcha. But okay. that's the only way we can do it because our system is based on names rather than addresses. Oh, because right. addresses, blocks and lots change can change over time. Mm. So it's very hard to keep track of that gotcha. and make the notifications based on that. So we're a name-based system since probably the county clerk's office, like, you know, <laughs> years and years and years ago, um, so that you get a notification. Mm. And sometimes people call and say, I got this notification, you know, is it my right. property? And we'll say yes or no, but that's at least you get the notification and you can make the call to right. investigate. And this is a free service. You just go on the website, monmouthcountyclerk.com. You click property fraud alert and you sign up and choose the way that you want to be notified. Is there it you go. like, I'm just trying to think of an example, like somebody trying to put a, a name on a title of a home or something Correct. like that. Is like that... a deed or oh, gotcha. a lien okay. uh, on, on your property. Gotcha. Um, I will say that people from time to time try, you know, to do things that are not above board. Right. You know, we've all heard of fraud. <laughs> you know, it's, it's nothing yes. new. It's just a new way for people to commit fraud um, because of the technological advancements that have been made over the years. Mm -hmm. There are ways to try to do these things, to file something. Um, as I said, my office usually catches everything because usually these documents that are not legitimate yeah. appear that way, <laughs> okay. that they're not legitimate. And dun, we, dun, you know, we, no, we're not sir, able to check important. all the statutory boxes that are required. Um, but it's a peace of mind for people. Sure. And, um, you know, we've had people try to file fraudulent deeds, mm. fraudulent liens, mm -hmm. and... Um, I can't say people don't try right. <laughs> to do that. Unfortunately, as so. uh, the thing goes, some bad actors out there. Yes. So this is a, a safeguard, and we're really excited that we can provide this to our residents free of charge. There you go. And, Done the uh, free service. No, yes. this is great. Yes. <laughs> so many of the, I, I don't know how many county clerks, but there are others that do this as mm. well um, to, there you go. For, the, for their residents. Well, we know one who does. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> at least one. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Clerk Kalen, thanks for coming on this morning to talk about all the different services that the Monmouth County Clerk's Office does offer from uh, archives. Obviously, we hit on elections on a previous show, but uh, archives, elections, county ID cards, notaries, military appreciation, property fraud alert service, uh, and prepping for the semi-quincentennial. Uh, coming up in uh, three years' time. So uh, we covered a lot today. So thanks yes. for coming in. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was great <laughs> to you. be with both of you today. And for all of you out there listening, go to monmouthcountyclerk.com for all the information and give them a call. we got good people there, free services, and it's a fun place to be. I think so. There so. we go. Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. Now for a look at what's on the Jersey Shore calendar this week, here is Dan Alexander. Vin coming up Friday, Point Borough PBA 158 host their annual Kids vs. Cops basketball game against the 8th grade boys and girls basketball team at Memorial Middle School starting at 7. Before the game and during the half, the Challengers basketball team made up of mentally handicapped or challenged youth will play as well. 
Sunday the 5th, it is the Belmar Lake Cuomo St. Patrick's Day Parade. That steps off at 12.30. And on Saturday the 11th, the Ocean County St. Patrick's Day Parade steps off at 1 p.m. on the boardwalk in Seaside Heights. To get your nonprofit club or organization's event listed on the community calendar, click the submit link at the top of the community calendar page on this station's website. For Jersey Shore Journal, I'm Dan Alexander. Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Ebony. Well, it's time for me to say goodbye and good night, but we do have a full look at what's going on in Jersey Shore news on our free Town Square Media family of apps here in Monmouth and Ocean Counties. Have a great night and a great week ahead, everybody. Talk soon. This has been Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Ebony, a public affairs presentation of Town Square Media. Join us again next week as we keep you informed about important issues affecting Monmouth and Ocean counties. If you have a story you'd like us to cover on Jersey Shore Journal, please email the host, vin.evenue at townsquaremedia.com.